Welcome to the New Yorker's June 12, 2006 issue. The theme of this issue is Life During Wartime. It begins with a comment by Philip Gurevich on the Bush administration's inaction in Darfur. Then there's a collection of seven short personal stories from different war zones, spanning Antarctica in 1958 to Iraq in 2004, with stops in between in Vietnam, 1966, Yugoslavia, 1991, Sierra Leone, 1997, and more. The final article is a longer personal history from Samuel Hines about his double life as a marine pilot and an academic who meets Ezra Pound. We begin, though, with this week's comment, Just Watching, by Philip Gurevich. In a reflective moment shortly before Memorial Day, President Bush told reporters that he had come to regret the tough talk he used when taking the country to war. He rude taking Osama bin Laden with the phrase, wanted dead or alive, and taunting Iraqi insurgents to bring it on. The fight has not gone so simply, and he said, I learned some lessons about expressing myself maybe in a little more sophisticated manner. The president's wartime woes are hardly limited to his rhetoric, but as long as he is calling his own bluff, it's worth remembering another line of foreign policy swagger. Shortly after Bush took office, an advisor gave him a report on the Clinton administration's policy of inaction during the Rwandan genocide, and on it the president wrote, not on my watch. Those words have now been taken up as the rallying cry of America's anti-genocide movement, a loose bipartisan coalition of students, human rights professionals, church groups, editorial writers, professors, movie stars, and a few elected officials, which advocates immediate military action to stop the killing in the Darfur region of Sudan. There is something absurdist about the existence of an anti-genocide movement, for any other anti-something campaign, anti-war, anti-tax, anti-porn, there is an opposing force, the hawks, the tax hikers, the pornographers, while nobody, of course, is stumping for genocide. To declare oneself against it is a safe bet, even in a case as complicated as that of Darfur, a civil war-ravaged patch of the Sahara, where many political factors and military factions have contributed to the anguish. Yet it has never been the American way to venture abroad to stop mass slaughter by force. We entered the Second World War nearly three years into the fight, and then not to save Europe's Jews, but in response to a direct attack on our territory and, ultimately, to repel fascist aggression. We did not save Cambodia from itself.